Hello and welcome to Bite Size Strategy, the podcast that provides you with less fluff and more stuff that you can actually use to grow your brand online. In every episode, we cut the banter, we get down to business, and we talk actionable tips and tricks for online marketing, copywriting, optimizing your website, and more. I'm your host, Ashley Kay, a web designer, digital strategist, and all-around nerd. If you would like to connect with me in between episodes, you can give me a follow on Instagram at Build It and Blossom or check out buildandblossom.com for more. Hey guys, how's it going? Well, I am back in LA. If you tuned into the previous episode, you know that I was back home in my hometown visiting family and now I'm back. So that's exciting. Um, if you are a fan of the podcast, you know, because I mention it nearly every episode that when I record in LA, it's very challenging because it is very noisy around here and my days are very limited. So like Tuesday, Tuesday's okay, um, generally, but Wednesday is out of the picture because it's trash day and the garbage trucks are really loud. Thursday, one of my neighbor's gardeners comes and they are very loud. And then Friday, another neighbor's gardener comes and they are also very loud. And then there's always like kind of like a la carte stuff going on during the week. That's really loud too. And we had a new noise yesterday, which was really, really exciting. So we had a man driving a golf cart with loads and loads of screaming children on it up and down the alley. And he was cruising. Like, I don't think this was safe. I don't think it's safe to drive a golf cart at high speeds with lots of children on it in a Los Angeles alley. But yeah, he was doing it and it was really loud and it was a little irritating, I have to say. But yeah, that's what's going on here. Nothing has changed. Nothing changed in the 10 days that I was gone. And yeah, happy to be back. So on today's episode, I want to talk about time. Time as in an extremely valuable resource that feels like it's always in short supply, right? So as you know, for the past 10 days or so, I was back home, you know, just said this, I was visiting family in my hometown. Most people would probably refer to this as a vacation. But to be completely honest with you, in the past 10 years or so of being a small business owner, I can honestly count on one hand the number of true vacations that I've taken. I am always doing the whole working vacation thing. In the early days, you know, I was all about the hustle. I was trying to grow things and keep my new business afloat. So I remember there was a particular trip I was in Florida. I did like Disney World and the beach and all the fun vacation things during the day. And then at night, after everyone else went to bed, I'd work five to six hours and power through my to-do list. Obviously, that's not ideal, but it's what I felt I needed to do at the time. So like these days, you know, that, that was nearly 10 years ago at this point. But these days, it's not that I couldn't take time off from working if I really wanted to. I don't have to do the working vacation. 
But to be honest with you, I really, really, really enjoy my work. And I also find that it's difficult for me to stay motivated and get my groove back if I take like a week off and I don't touch my laptop the entire time. It doesn't really recharge me like vacations do for some other people. I just find it really hard to get back in the swing of things. So while most people out there probably cringe at the thought of taking a working vacation and nothing else... Honestly, I'm I'm all about it and finding that balance and maintaining that balance keeps me happy. So I'm going to continue to do me and I'm going to do that working vacation. But don't get me wrong, friends, like I'm not going gangbusters over here. I'm not putting in 10 hour days every day of the week on vacation. I honestly didn't keep track, but all I know is this trip, I worked significantly less than I do when I'm, you know, at home in my normal environment. And I also took Fridays off on this trip. And you know what? I noticed a subtle but also very noticeable shift in my mood. It turns out that I am happier working less hours during the week. Remarkable, isn't it? I I can't believe I came to this conclusion. What I've realized is constantly having access to my laptop and always being available, it kind of feels like some weird sort of security blanket for me. And I think it's also led to some bad habits because when one is always available, there's like no structure. There are no other factors to shape how your day plays out. You're completely on your own. You're left up to your own devices. And let me explain here. And trust me, I do have a point that I'm getting to with this episode. Like I'm not just rambling on and on and on about my lifestyle for the sake of hearing myself talk. Okay. So my online business journey starts in 2013. I began offering graphic and web design services. And I was also working on my master's degree at the time. I was usually taking like three to four classes per semester. I honestly forget how many hours of work per week that translates to. But yeah, three to four classes per semester. And then I was also working part-time at a local coffee shop. I opened the store three times per week, which meant getting up at 4.30 a.m., which was very difficult, but I kind of like secretly enjoyed it because it's kind of fun to be up when no one else is up. And then also during this point in my life, although I would rather forget it, I would be remiss if I didn't mention I was also in a long distance relationship that had me driving like over a hundred miles at least three times a week. It was a grind. That's my whole point. This, this schedule here, it was a grind. I was constantly on the go. I never had any time to myself and this rigorous type of schedule, it's only doable for so long, you know? You can't keep going at this pace forever. And I will say it definitely wore on me where I was having like problems with my memory and like remembering things, but we're not going to get into that on this episode here. As grueling as this whole schedule was, I will say that my days had structure because all of this stuff provided me with it, right? So I knew that Tuesdays and Thursdays from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m., 
I had to get my online business stuff taken care of. And I knew that I had to make those hours count because I didn't have any additional time to put to it. You know what I mean? Because I knew at like 3.01 p.m. I had to start my workout and then at 3.45 p.m. I had to be in the shower and then at 4.30 p.m. I had to be out the door and I had to be moving on to the next part of my day. So there was no opportunity for me to be like, eh, you know what? I'm not done with my work at 3 p.m. I'm going to just keep working until I get it done. I couldn't because I had other things on the agenda. And looking back now, like I can't believe how disciplined I had to be and for such a long time too. I can't remember how long I did this for, at least two years. So that's enough when you're doing it every day, day in, day out, you're on this rigorous schedule. You know what I mean? But as time went on, the things that provided structure to my days fell away one by one. So my online business grew pretty quickly. So I quit the coffee shop job and then I finished my coursework for my master's degree and graduated. And I also, thank the Lord, moved on from the long distance relationship. And then it was just me and my work. I was self-employed. I was completely on my own and it was an adjustment, you know? I developed some habits that personally were not the healthiest for me. Like I would sit at my desk all day and I wouldn't really be doing anything productive for hours. I would sit down with my laptop at say like 9 a.m. in the morning, but I'd waste time doing who knows what until late afternoon. And then I would end up being online until one or two in the morning finishing up my work because I had delayed getting into that work in the beginning of my day. And I lived alone at this point, so I could do this and like no one would care. It was honestly kind of fun for a while, but again, you can only maintain this type of schedule for so long. And I I didn't do this every day, but you know, it was enough where it was really starting to bug me. Like I can start reading Wikipedia or something like that and fall down a rabbit hole like nobody's business. So it's really all too easy for me to lose hours like this if left unchecked. And I was unchecked at this point because I had no structure. There was nothing. So anyway, where am I going with all of this? Well, even though I have corrected course from those days and I do have some semblance of structure now, I think it's still all too easy to let time slip away for me. I try to start my workday around the same time every morning, so I do have that bit of structure, but I don't have a hard out, if you will. If I'm not finished with my work or I'm really lost in it, I will work 10, 11, 12 plus hours without much of a second thought. And trust me, I have always got some kind of project going on. There's always something that I want to work on. As a solopreneur, my work never feels done. I will cross one thing off my list and then three more will get added on. Maybe you guys can relate. And honestly, this is something that I struggle with as well because I feel like my work is never done. It doesn't matter how much I get done during the day. I'm never satisfied. I can accomplish so much and it's not enough for me. I can produce and publish an entire podcast episode like I'm going to do today. I can post on social media. I can do four hours of client work. I can send out an email to my list. I can do probably five other things during that entire day. And at the end of the day, I'm going to feel disappointed in myself because I didn't do enough. And I know that's absolutely unreasonable. It is not rational, but I've learned actually that it's a thing and there's a name for it. And it's called productivity shame. 
But in general, I really honestly and thoroughly enjoy my work. And so putting in all of these hours doesn't feel like work. You know what I mean? And that's kind of why I think it's so dangerous and so easy to slip into this kind of like bad habit. I get so much fulfillment from what I do and what I create. It doesn't feel like that much of a grind. But it is work because all work is work, even if you enjoy it. And like I mentioned earlier, I realized recently that I feel even more fulfilled when I do less of it, which of course makes complete sense. Happier doing less work. Yes, everyone knows this, right? But it's honestly a little bit weird for me to experience myself. And then another thing that I noticed on my recent vacation, I worked significantly less hours than I normally do when I'm here in LA, but I still got a lot done. And the feelings of productivity shame weren't so abundant on vacation either. All of these thoughts got me thinking. If I have the capability to work less hours per week, but still get enough done, where the heck is my time going during a regular week? And then also, if I'm happier working less hours, but I'm nearly as productive, what is the point in putting in 10, 12-hour days? If I took every other Friday off to go hiking, would the world end? I've had that on my to-do list for a couple of years now. I've wanted to take Fridays off and go hiking for a while, but I've always came up with this too busy excuse to actually make it happen. But if I change this, and if I put Friday off on the calendar, and I made this time off non-negotiable, and I forced myself to work around that to not be available for work on Fridays, like what would happen? I always preach working smarter and not harder, and I hate the whole grind culture and being on and available 24-7. I think it's unhealthy, but I've realized that I think I kind of live in some warped version of it. I'm always at my desk. I'm always on my laptop, but like browsing true crime on Reddit for an hour isn't working smarter or harder. It's just a poor misuse of time. So the next couple of episodes are going to be a little bit different because I want to explore this whole topic of time management, productivity, and structure. But since we're going into uncharted waters here for me, (laughs) I'm not 100% sure what to expect, but I do have some questions that I want to explore. I want to get the answers to these questions. I want to figure out how do I really spend my time during the week? I also want to know how can I add structure to my day without feeling confined by a tight schedule? Because of course, one of the perks of being one's own boss is that you don't have to do the whole rigid nine to five thing. I also want to explore the concept of productivity shame and how do we deal with this? How can we combat this? And lastly, I want to know that if I schedule time off, Or if I force myself to have a hard out at like 6 p.m. every night, will the sky fall or will things be okay? So I want to explore these questions with you guys on this podcast. And I really hope you'll follow along because even though you and I certainly have very different situations, time management and productivity is something that is important for everyone to have figured out. 
So I invite you to join me to do this exercise with me. So for the next week, I'm going to be tracking my time. I'm going to be figuring out exactly where it all goes. I already use a time tracking app for logging hours spent on client work and projects, but I'm taking this a step further and I'm going to be turning the timer on for when I'm working on pretty much anything else. So when I'm working on my own personal projects, I'm going to turn the timer on and then I am going to properly categorize and document that time and what I spent it on. Okay. So like I have a general idea of how long it takes me to produce this podcast, for example, but I've never actually turned the timer on for it. I've never actually tracked my time that closely before. But after this week, I will have some hard data to back it up. And I found a great article posted about this on Zapier. And this article has some really great recommendations for how to complete this whole time tracking activity. And they recommend that you break your time down into certain categories to help you track. So I'm basically using the categories that were outlined in this article, but I'm kind of modifying them for my own specific situation. And I invite you to do the same as well. But I'm going to be using these categories. So I have the category of client work. So I'll track any time that I spend on client work. (laughs) So projects that are billed and invoiced. My second category is passion work. And this is going to include my bajillion side projects. And I think this is also where I will track the time spent on this podcast, since I'm not like directly getting paid for this podcast or anything. The third category I'm going to use is business upkeep. This is going to include things like bookkeeping and invoicing, answering emails, basically all of the necessary stuff to keep the business afloat. My fourth category is business development, and this is where I will include things like time spent networking, of which I do very little because hashtag introvert, (laughs) also business social media, and then like research and learning and stuff like that. My fifth category is wellness, and this would include working out and showers and doing face masks and meditation and journaling and all that good stuff. I also have fun stuff like TV watching, shopping, casual reading, Wikipedia browsing, and so on. Then we have relationships category. This is where I would track time spent with family, like FaceTiming friends and stuff like that. And then I also have a maintenance category. This is where I would track making meals and time spent running errands and grocery shopping and cleaning. And lastly, my last category is distractions. This is where I will track my time when I'm like mindlessly scrolling social media or when I'm taking extra time to get out of bed in the morning, stuff like that. So if you're doing this activity with me, feel free to create your own categories that fit your life and situation. Although, you know, like, yeah, most of these should apply, at least with a little tweaking to everyone. And then for tracking, I am going to use something called toggle.com. And it's T-O-G-G-L.com. There's no E. It's T-O-G-G-L.com. And that's the same tracker that I have been using for probably the past half a year or so to track client projects. So Toggle is great. It's free. It gets the job done nicely. Highly recommend it if you want to complete this activity along with me. I'm going to track my hours for a week 
And then on the next episode, I will be reporting back in and I will let you know the answer to my first question, which again was how am I really spending my time during the week? This is the first step. And once I know the answer to this pressing question, I can start to actually work smarter and not harder. And I can get this whole time management and productivity thing sorted out, or at least that's the dream, right? (laughs) I have a feeling it's going to be hard to properly track everything. And I'm not (laughs) really that excited at the thought of doing this, but it's only for a week. I can certainly do that. I can do anything for a week. All right, you guys, that's going to be a wrap for this episode. I hope that you will join me in this time tracking activity, and I hope that you start to kind of document and figure out where the heck your time is going during the weeks, too. I also hope that you will tune into the next episode and maybe even pick up a thing or two about using your time more efficiently, putting an end to grind culture, and overall just finding more happiness with the work that you're getting done. If you like this episode, be sure to follow the podcast on your favorite platform. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. You can also check out the website, builditandblossom.com for more brand building resources for small business and solopreneurs. All right, you guys, that's a wrap. I will be tracking my time and I will see you next week.